Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. You can find this on all of your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, all the stuff, all the different places. It's there. Social media, just look for Fort Worth Roots. That's on Facebook, TikTok, all the things, Instagram, whatever. It's just Fort Worth Roots. Um, Also on YouTube. You want to see what we're doing during these recordings? You can go to YouTube and pull up the video. If you've been watching Fort Worth Roots on YouTube, or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that we've got a, a precious little dog, little little Multipoo. She uh, she visits every once in a while in some of these episodes. Uh, 10% of the episodes we do are uh, recorded right here in the house. And Brendel, our unofficial mascot, has been part of the show uh, from the very beginning. And uh, you'll you'll hear me mention. Uh, actually, our guest today mentions uh, Brendel and her her labored breathing, and uh, he, he was just wondering what was going on with the dog. And anyway, uh, this episode was recorded uh, about a month ago, and uh, yesterday, just after Thanksgiving, we had to make a very difficult decision, and Brendel is no longer with us. So she's been part of the show, and. Uh, a very important part of our lives, personally. Brenda, we miss you, baby. Our guest today is from South France, out of a little town called Nîmes. And you might not know this, you will know this now. Fort Worth, Texas, is sister cities with a place called Nîmes, France. And there's a whole story about how our guest today just kind of wandered into a situation where that became kind of a a big production that he was involved with. It was already Fort Worth City's, uh, excuse me, Fort Worth, Texas' sister city uh, before he got here. But then whenever he found that out, he became a key player in in welcoming those delegates from Nîmes to the city of Fort Worth. And it's actually a really cool story. We're very excited to have this gentleman on. He has, uh, he's, he's got, a pretty crazy uh, story that I'm, I'm glad we get to share with you today. He's played with Waylon Jennings and Shooter and Jesse Coulter, Wade Bowen, Jack Ingram. A lot of big names. A lot of, not, a lot of names dropping in this episode, but uh, it's great. And I can't wait to have him back on the show. Uh, I will have all the show notes with links and things that you can check out uh, our, our guest. And uh, Frenchie's Blues Destroyers is, is the name of his band. He's the front man for. Uh, but he does a lot of work everywhere else. He's uh, also playing the guitar for Jank, Jack Ingram on the regular. So guy's got a lot of stuff going on. We're very honored to have this gentleman on today. Some people call him Kevin. We call him Frenchie. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. Today, I actually, first thing I did was call my mom because it was her birthday. Oh, that's right. I saw your, I, I kind of trolled your uh, social media today. Yes. Yeah, Happy so, birthday, mom. So I didn't forget. Yeah. That's good. Good sign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they live in France. Yeah. So I haven't seen them in two years now. Is it uh, Risa, France? What's that? The the name of your hometown? Oh, it's called Nîmes. Nîmes. Okay. Yeah, I blew through your bio a little bit yeah, ago. Yeah, it's in the, south, in the south of France, in Nîmes. Provence. Okay. So I haven't seen him in almost two years, and we Skype, so yeah. that's good. So you, you came 
over to the states when you were 20 yeah is that what i read yeah and i just done 41 and oh wow okay yeah. so you've been here a minute yeah you're a native basically yeah yeah i became citizen in 2016 okay yeah yeah um so but how often do you get to go home is is two years kind of a long stretch for you it was because of the pandemic oh yeah yeah you don't want to leave travel restrictions yeah you know Mm. so what they required to fly i haven't done it yet <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i've been kind of waiting for the other people to i'm in the same boat and especially if my parents were really dying to see me and they are but they also right. concerned about me yeah you know doing sure the, the thing you know yeah. so <laughs> so <laughs> gotta be careful how we phrase it yeah right exactly <laughs> you know it's, we, well it's been interesting if you say something if yeah. you don't say something, right? You know, people are gonna assume. Yeah. Uh, if you say, "Well, I don't want to get the jab," then they're gonna associate you with everything else. Yeah. You yeah. know, everybody's very part of tribes right now. Oh yeah, very polarized. Yeah, and in the music world, you get a lot of people that have their opinions that might not specific, you know, be the same as my opinion. Right. Which is fine. We're here to do music, but anyway. So to go back to going to France, yeah, we're waiting it out. See what's up. My parents are very much against it, so they'd rather see me on Skype right, right. for now, and then I'll save you a little bit of money too. Huh? Uh, yeah, it's not <laughs> cheap to fly. And what is a trip to France and back usually? You probably plan it out three, four months ahead of time, right? A couple months. Well, I yeah. usually go uh, for Christmas. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's about a couple of grand altogether. Damn. So, so I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, and I'm busy with music. But 21 years, you, you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's a funny story. So I came here kind of on a whim. Mm -hmm. I had a guitar, I got a backpack. It's kind of my bio, you know, the guitar in a backpack. Yeah. Showing up, moved to California. It's went the coolest to, way to arrive anywhere. Right. Well, especially <laughs> when you're 20 years old, you can sleep on the, on the couch. You can sleep, you know, in a hostel like I did. Yeah. Just like a bunk rooms, you know, bunk beds. Right. And uh, as soon as I got to California... I thought, well, I think that's the spot. I think I'm gonna like it here. Yeah. And so the goal was to do music from the get go, but I had no experience. Nobody knew you. Nobody knew knew me. I didn't know anybody. So I did the old like picking up the paper and answering ads and going to the payphone. Putting your time in. Putting my time in. My English was terrible. Yeah, it's much better now. It's sure. a little better. <laughs> anyway, so I just. Starting, started answering ads and uh, starting jamming with people. And next thing you know, I meet uh, a, a band and it was uh, Shooter Jennings' band, Wayne Jennings' kid. They offered me a position in a band. I'd been in town for three weeks. It's a pretty big score, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just on a whim. But I was on a tourist visa for 90 days. Oh, shit. Right. So I'm getting, I didn't never thought I would get a gig offered. Yeah. I was just curious to see what it was like to be in LA right. and all that. So <laughs> I told him, I said, yeah, I'm in. But I need to get my papers, you know, check. I need mm -hmm. to get, I need to get a work visa. So Shooter goes, I call my dad. <laughs> so you might know a couple people yeah so Waylon I met Waylon um, that summer I came here on, in May of 2001 mm -hmm. and in July I was at Waylon's house in Chandler Arizona hanging out for the weekend jamming yeah That's and awesome. um, 
So they loved me, Wayne loved me, Jesse Coulter's mom loved me, and they worked on getting my first work visa, and I never looked back. So for years I did work visas, and after playing with Shooter, I played with different bands. That's when I came to Texas. Because when I was in LA, it's a lot of fun when you're young. Mm. But we uh, toured, so we went from LA to Louisiana and mm. back. So we drove through Texas, played in Dallas, Austin, and whatnot. So when I got back to LA, I always remembered that tour and the rest of America. So after I stopped playing with Shooter, he that's when he started his solo career. So you'd been kind of contained to LA. You hadn't been out traveling the world. Just one or tour. the country. Just one tour. Yeah. And in the memory of that tour. So when I was in LA after the band broke up, band was called Stargun. And we had done good for ourselves, playing Whiskey A Go-Go, Viper Room and all that, hanging mm-hmm. out with cool musicians yeah. and whatnot. But I didn't want to stay there anymore. It was too big. It's, it's not superficial, but it's definitely its own thing. You needed some more room to grow. I come from the south of France, small town, you know, so Texas to me spoke to me. Yeah. So I moved to Texas and... Did you go straight to Dallas or Austin? No, so I went to Waco. Oh, wow. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. I went for a gig. I had a gig set up to play for Wade Bowen. Okay. A country, yeah. a country guy. So I went and played for Wade. I met him on the road on that one tour. And so... I stayed in Waco, and then eventually I moved to Austin for the time being with him. Then I met a bunch of people while I was playing with Wade. Uh, had a good reputation because I played with Shooter, and then I knew Waylon, so in Texas, that's big. I got a reputation, yeah. And I wasn't too bad on guitar, so yeah, that kind of helped. Obviously. And exotic, the accent. Right, yeah, it helps. No, it's Everybody pretty, loves you know, that. It was yeah. just a, I was just doing just fine, right? <laughs> and so I met Jack Ingram when I was playing with Wade, and a couple of years later, I started playing with Jack. So I've been with Jack for... Uh, 13, 14 years. Damn. But I lived in Nashville for eight years. Okay. So after after Texas? Yeah. yeah. I went, went to Nashville. I had a good time there. Get that music scene up? Yeah. Now, I've heard conflicting stories. Like in Na- Nashville, in my mind, you know, and I know it's kind of the country music capital of the world, right? Mm-hmm. It, it just kind of seems like a slow-paced, pretty chill environment but there's there's wild stories coming out of nashville i mean people know how to party there yeah (laughs) but you made it back alive i made it back alive well i did a lot of things there yeah jack at the time his label was in nashville busco was in nashville Mm -hmm. then i had some friends which which whom i recorded music had a had a side project called redneck social club it's me and a friend of mine and we did pretty good with that. We never toured, but we did a lot of recordings, worked with guys like Colt Ford. It's kind of like the rap country thing. Yeah. Well, one of our songs was the soundtrack for the show, uh, what was it called? Um, Party Down South on CMT. I'll have to look that up. CMT? Yeah, okay. it's a few years back, but yeah. we did we did a few things. Cool. That, Very cool. that was pretty <laughs> fun and interesting, you know. I'm blues-based, rock and roll, but I don't mind um, experimenting with other styles of music yeah. also. But then after a while, Nashville kind of ran its course um, because of thing that, well, a lot of people moved to Nashville overnight, and I yeah. saw it, and that yeah. was just a little much to handle. That's what happens, right? Yeah. So what's ha- going on in Austin right now? That's what's happening. Well, it's happening here too. Yeah, it's happening yeah. everywhere. And so, but back then, the offers I was getting to play as a sideman because mm. I wasn't singing playing my own shows yet right they were good paying jobs but they were that uh, mainstream country stuff and I didn't see myself doing it I could have 
got to kind of follow a format if you're going to do that, right? Yeah, and I love the road also, so I didn't want to yeah. be stuck in Nashville for so long, so I moved. Uh, I had a little stint in Oklahoma, but then I would come down to Dallas and start playing my own shows about four or five years ago. Then I moved back here, so I moved to Fort Worth, mm -hmm. and I started playing all around DFW area with my band Blues Destroyers, and that's me and the drummer. Okay. And it's just the two of you. Yeah, and okay. Brother Pete, the drummer, is also Jack's drummer. So that's oh, how shit. we got it all oh, that's awesome. together. <laughs> so the last two years before I came back here, I wasn't playing with Jack anymore. I was just kind of floating around. And so when Jack found out that I was back around, he said, well, dude, why don't you come out and play for a weekend? I said, sure, of course. And it's been four years. Oh, <laughs> I never left the band. I was back. Yeah. And I've been back for good. So the past four years... My time has been split in between Jack's schedule and my schedule with my own shows. Yeah. So Jack's always a priority, so we book around it. If for some reason he books a show last minute and I have a show, I'll reschedule my show in order to do Jack's gig. Okay. And so we did um, two albums, two studio albums with the Blues Destroyers, and then just last week I released an EP of... That's this right here, isn't it? Yeah, right there. For those of you listening, on if you look at the YouTube video, I've got this ridiculously oversized TV behind us. I don't That's even know great. if you can see all I of it. I love it. <laughs> Frenchie, me, and my guitar. And you see, I never noticed there was little constellation behind the, the logo. Yeah, see, I guess that's songs. what happens when you blow your logo up the size <laughs> of a wall. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to go record my songs, songs I wrote last year, towards the end of last Which year. Which studio did y'all use? So I went to a friend of mine's studio. His name is Phil Pritchett. Okay. It's right down the road also. Okay. And the concept was simple. It was just to go in, plug in, and play. So they all one take, no overdub, just, just that, a performance I mean, piece. It sounds great. Now, how would you classify that track? I mean, your your style of music is <laughs> yeah, kind of whatever you're feeling that day, right? Well, I'm big on the Beatles and the Doors and okay. everything 60s, but yeah. I also grew up a lot on the blues. And then since I've been in Texas, since I've been in the States, I've discovered country music, wailing and all that. So it's a little bit of country. There's a little bit of that melody yeah. that you will find in 60s music. You've got a pretty cool scope, though. I mean, it's... Yeah. I've tried to write country songs before yeah. and then or thinking, all right, you know, let's make it a little more country. But it always turns out to sound more like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's where your head's at. So I'm a rock and roller at heart you know on guitar and then I sing the way I sing and whatever comes to mind as far as writing that's awesome I don't think you can force it really now you don't have a day job this keeps you busy all the time right yeah. you're constantly playing around here yeah that's awesome when's the last time you did a, a big road tour oh been a minute it's been a minute yeah, yeah. so you're you're staying right around here Fort Worth has you for now oh uh, yeah yeah okay cool yeah Fort Worth um, like I said with Jack I, I go to Austin yeah. This weekend and once in a great while we fly somewhere for a show out of state. Yeah. But he's not doing the big tours anymore. Mm -hmm. That might change, but I think the last big tour we did together must have been like a Dirk Bentley or Martina McBride, like around two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. You toured with them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, back back when Jack was in Nashville, he was um 
uh, opening up a lot of big names. We did like yeah. Brad Paisley and all those people. Yeah. So we did the big arenas and whatnot. That's awesome. So you're hanging out with all these awesome people. Yeah, I met a lot of cool people. That's cool, man. That's really awesome. That's why I stayed in Nashville so long is because I was meeting a lot of cool people. So I had opportunities. Yeah. And, you know. Well, and uh, <laughs> we pressed record after you told me this, but you live like five minutes from me? Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, yeah. Where, where's y'all jam spot at? Do you do it at the house? Do you have a studio at the, at uh, the We crib? never jam. No? No. Just do it all live. We, sh- we show up at the show and that's where we play it. Sometimes awesome. I got a new song and, you know, I start it and kicks in. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I guess when you've been doing it as long as you have. Yeah. Counterpart, y'all don't really need practice anymore. No. It's just second nature. I, I play every day. Sometimes yeah. I play for an hour and some days I'll play for five, six hours. So I think collectively we've probably spent about the same amount of time in Fort Worth. Yeah. You know, so I, this is home for me. I love it here. Uh, but what what's your... Uh, What's your take on Fort Worth? Is this home for you? Do you think you're going to end up somewhere else? Or did you find Fort Worth and kind of fall in love with it? Yeah, well, Fort Worth will always be home. But I know myself, too. <laughs> That's good. So, That's and, good uh, that you know. Yeah, but my fiance, she's uh, she's from Abilene. Oh, no shit. Okay, so I am I went to high school in Abilene. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Abilene High. Abilene High? Yeah, Eagles. Take- Okay, I think maybe she did too. Well, it was either that or Cooper. Uh, I can't talk to her if she went to Cooper. No, it's Abilene High. Because <laughs> I would, I would, I would remember Cooper. I don't know. I was trying to be happy. Yeah. Um, got my girl. Got my music. That's got congratulations, ch- by the way. Yeah, when are y'all, y'all, y'all got a, uh, a date picked yet? Oh, yeah, April twenty fourth. Okay. Is just that the one, is that the two one year? together? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, April twenty fourth awesome. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll do it in Abilene. Okay. So y'all got a venue picked out there? She does. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> Uh, but, I, uh, I really appreciate Abilene. I would not want to live there, but it's you know it's probably still a pretty good place to raise a family. It's probably uh, yeah. a pretty good place to put down roots. Best places to play there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what are the venues in Abilene that you play at? Uh, there's a. Oh my God, he's gonna hate, hate me if I hear that. <laughs> I gotta put it up. It's um, Lone Star Dry Goods. Mm. And uh, the Ice House is his venue that's touched to it. Oh, he's going to hate me. Is that across from that? Matt, I'm sorry. Uh, what is that? South 14th? Let me see. It's a new place. Yes, yeah, the Ice House at Lone Star Dry Goods. It's on uh, Walnut Street. Oh, okay, so downtown. Downtown, and right. they have shows every night. Very cool. And every Monday night is a John Prine night. A what? John Prine. Okay. Yeah. Um, just passed away recently. He's like a legend, and mm. so it's what well, to me. See, that's the thing is, you know, you always say, well, if you do music, you got to be in Nashville, you got to be in Austin, you got to be in L.A. or New York. But I've always made my living on the road. Yeah. Well, so man. I've told a few people when when me and and, and my girl we were moving to Abilene. Some musician friends, why do you want to move to Abilene? <laughs> what are you going to do there? I'm like, I get there the first week I'm there, I already got shows in town. Yeah. I get paid the same. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. You know, and you can post on, you know, Instagram and Facebook to show that you're playing. Yeah. And you, Fort Worth is right down here. Seems like getting that, we're back here for the two hours. For the right? You know, it's just, I, I feel it's kind of, yeah, it's one of those things. And I think it's funny because not just musicians, but everybody tends to go where it's happening. Which is the wrong move, right? It's the wrong move. Because you want to be kind of exclusive. You want to have your own 
audience. That's right. And you, you, you can build now. Everybody's on their phones anyway. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't have a presence on the internet, it doesn't matter if you play a show here or somewhere else. Right. You know, you're not going to be heard of. Uh-huh. And so it's like, is he snoring? She? She's, yeah, halfway s- snoring, halfway trying to stay alive. She's an old lady. Oh, she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's cute. She's beautiful, yeah. And, um, so yeah, it's just, I want you in Austin. And I was in Austin. I go to a couple of blues jams on the east side, and mm. I met some cool people. Um, kind of had a friendship with uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy Vaughn, yeah. all those people. But in in Austin, it took me months to get a show at one of the the places down there. Called, You're fighting every dog Seabor. in the pen, right? And then, yeah, well, just to get people to you know, there's a lot of networking, and mm-hmm. you can't just go like, hey, I played with so and so, so let me in right away, right? And after you know, after playing the show, it was just another show. Here, people, oh, you've got a band, let's listen. All right, let's have you play Magnolia Model Lounge, The Post so many cool places in town yeah. and they, they love music they'll have you and if you're good you come back and it seems a little easier if you want to get started to be playing in town right in Fort Worth yeah 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 I'd have to agree with that some musicians will stay in Fort Worth I know a few of them that just don't really go anywhere else they just play in town and content yeah some of them have made it big Leon Bridges made it big um, but just like going to Nashville Everybody does music. Yeah. yeah. It's like going to LA to act. Well, I said, I, I made it sound like I know anything about the music business a second ago when you said it's easier to get a start here in Fort Worth, but it seems like that mm-hmm. because you you see people from all different skills, like levels, playing all over the place. And Magnolia is a great example. Yeah. You see legends playing there, and then sometimes you see somebody that maybe they've been just playing little it's, gigs for it's more laid back years. I don't think it's as pretentious as maybe, let's say Austin not dissing Austin because right. it's a great music town obviously yeah but it's it's a different vibe the stockers mm-hmm. are there so there's a bunch of places to play there yeah. and um, and then the city of Fort Worth is done really good too they have the a program called Here Fort Worth mm-hmm. and they promote local music and they have the Fort Worth Library Amplify 817 I think it's called and they have their own streaming service okay dedicated to local bands it's the first time i'm hearing about this yeah no it's crap. Really, it's really cool why hasn't anybody told me about this so it's a streaming service so you go onto this website and you can listen to all the live music it's uh, amplify 817 and that's the forward library mp5817 amplify uh-huh. amplify like amp oh okay amplify. okay okay and they have one of my albums is on it and they just basically have a streaming service for local bands okay. their music I'm going to include a link in the show notes for this if I can remember. yeah I'll write it down for you and here Fort Worth is kind of the same thing they promote you know artists mm-hmm. they have film Fort Worth oh awesome because they Bunch do a lot of indie of film. film not just that they do big films really I mean, they just recently just filmed a sequel for a prequel for Yellowstone. Yeah. Have you seen Yellowstone? Yeah. And this Sunday, right? The 7th? Oh, season four comes out? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we're pretty excited about that. But the prequel, and it's got got a bunch of big guys in it. Um, is, uh, Is Robert Duvall in this one? Or did I make that up in my head? I don't know. But they, so they covered uh, the stockyards in dirt. They built up fake wooden storefronts 
They did all sorts of stuff. Turned it into a western, old western town, right? Yeah, that's the prequel. It's called right. 1882, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's the before Yellowstone, so I'm yeah. assuming it's you 18 know, something, yeah. main character's grandfather or something. Right, yeah. But uh, it's, it's going to be Tim cool. Tim McGraw's in it. Tim McGraw's in it. Um, Faith Hill. Uh, and uh, what's his name? Sam Elliott? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. I always trip up on his name. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Well, I try to get in into that because they have yeah, what casting, were in? like well, you know, extras. Yeah. Like being a Civil War soldier, getting shot at or something. You yeah, know? that'd be awesome. And uh, <laughs> then I got called back and stuff. But the problem is, you didn't, you can't have tattoos, and I got to, uh, you know, f- pretty much full sleeves. How the shit are they going to find enough people to fill those roles if they're going to exclude tattoos? I don't know. I don't. There's a lot of tattoos. I don't know. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't have one tattoo and I almost busted down and got one in Austin two weekends ago. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I'm flipping through this damn book and I'm like, okay, which sticker do I want on my body forever? And I'm like, I don't know. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a tattoo and got a tattoo in four or five years. Actually, longer than that. Yeah. I'm done. I got enough. But uh, So, yeah, so Fort Worth's got a lot of things going on between the film, the music, and they're really trying to push you know, to take the name out. Yeah. Um. And uh, so when Betsy Price was still mayor, I got to meet her one time because they were honoring a guy named T-Bone Burnett. He's okay. a um, legendary musician, producer. And he's from here, so he's got a street name after him. So they have a T-Bone Burnett day yeah. and everything. And they asked me to be a, a speaker for the ceremony. That's big. So I went, you know, <laughs> I had my little notes and I'm thinking, I hope they understand my French accent. <laughs> And uh, we got introduced and, you know, you got a proclam- proclamation, you know, and all that. And then I met Betsy real quick. She was nice. And um, what's happened to that story I wanted to tell you. So my hometown of Nîmes, France, and Fort Worth became sister cities. I heard you say ago. that or I read it in your bio. What yeah. does that mean? <laughs> well, it's... Every town has Austin is sister city with a bunch of cities around the world. So it's kind of like a exchange program, cultural program. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Nîmes, France, my hometown, they have a sign that says sister city with Fort Worth, Texas. That's awesome. And so they have a delegation come in and then, you know, kind of promote tourism and culture and all that. And I didn't know about it. My dad told me one day. I said, you know that uh, name's going to be Sister City with Fort Worth? I said, you got to be kidding me. Of all the places, I've been <laughs> all over the United States for the past 20 years. Now I've got Fort Worth home. And my hometown is like not, you know, it's, it's a cool hometown, but it's not Paris. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Nobody knows Neem. It's fate right there, brother. It's fate. So I, <laughs> so I just got on the computer and contacted someone uh, from the city introduced myself told him what I was doing and that I was here and then I was from Nîmes and I said if you guys need any help I would love to participate so this lady contacted me and said yeah well we can meet at a Starbucks Um, you know talk and this and that and said alright cool so we meet it was the day before the delegation from my hometown came and she was you know talk for a while and I think what they did is they wanted to see what kind of guy I was it's like a right. musician you know tattoos and you know we don't want that kind of <laughs> right. crazy person around the mayor yeah. and all that and so they told me alright well if uh, we need you we'll let you know so the next day they were flying in the delegation from France were flying in and they invited me to the to the little 
party that they had for yeah. him. So I showed up and put on a button shirt, you know, and uh, <laughs> slicked my hair back, <laughs> trimmed the beard. And as soon as I saw the people from my hometown, I saw the mayor, I just went up to him and introduced myself in French, of course. Yeah. And then we have a specific accent in my hometown. Okay. So as soon as they heard my accent, the eyes got big. They and know I, you're from there. They latched yeah. on to me. They didn't, awesome. nobody spoke English in that, you know, and the few that spoke French from the from the city Fort Worth not the same French no oh wow well not as good like yeah. I could yeah I could go back and forth and so, so now they so, got an so, inside guy so now they're like oh okay alright hey can you do this can you do that <laughs> so I ended up like driving my mayor around and and so they were here for the entire week uh, to sign you know all the papers and everything do the photos and and they had one night out before they were flying the very next day on Saturday night and that's a funny story. So one of the guys that were part of the daily, French delegation, he goes, yeah, uh, they told us to go see this country singer play in town on Saturday. And I goes, what's his name? He goes, yeah, it's Billy something. I'm like, Billy something. I don't know, Billy Currington, Billy Ray Cyrus. I was trying to think of Billy's in, yeah. you know, in the country. No, no, no. It's Billy, Billy. And I said... Is his name Billy Bob's? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that's it, Billy Bob's. <laughs> Dude, I lost that's it. That's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. I said, no, that, that's the name of the venue. <laughs> so I looked at the schedule and Dwight Yoakam was playing that night. Perfect. So I called my good friend Robert Gallagher, that's been the manager there forever. And I said, hey, I got my mayor, the mayor of my hometown with his delegation. I know the show is sold out. Can you hook me up? He goes, I got your table front row. Nice. I was like, this is great. Now the mayor is like 74. Oh, wow. He's tired. So I'm like, I'm not going to have him go through the crowd. So yeah. we go to the backstage area. Very cool. Got security to help, put him table. And Dwight Yoakam is fantastic. You know? Yeah. It's like a real show. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, the next day drove them back to the airport, and that was that was cool. Was now, for most of your, the delegates and the mayor, was that their first time to Texas? Yeah, that's awesome. I I think that everybody that experiences Texas has to come to Fort Worth. Like the first trip, they gotta stop off here in Fort Worth. I think so, just to get a little bit of that cliche stockyards. You know where the West begins. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's very it's perfect yeah if you come from France that you come to Fort Worth you don't go you don't go to Dallas or no, Austin I no. mean it's fun but yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different deal but when people <laughs> especially from other countries come yeah. to Texas they're expecting to see horses and cattle drives and mm -hmm. cowboy hats and idiots dressed up in full cowboy get up shooting blanks at each other I mean that's all down there in the stockyards yeah so that, that's where you gotta go rodeo. oh we went to rodeo too <laughs> did you take them to the rodeo yeah it, they have to have rodeos in France right yeah some yeah. it's it wasn't like as exotic but it was exotic just for the fact that they were there right, instead of right. you know singing on TV or something but uh -huh. uh, I was kind of when that that happened I was really happy that it went well they <laughs> thanked me you yeah know, you know um, my parents met them afterwards mm -hmm. I dropped out of high school I was a misfit yeah I was a backpacker so 20 years later to take my uh, the mayor of my hometown it's a to big see moment. a big show yeah. and you know to <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just insane you know yeah and that's not counting all the stories that I've had since I've 
you know, from meeting Waylon and you know, being at the house, waking up, see Waylon and Jesse at the piano singing and all sorts of crazy stories. Yeah. Meeting some of my heroes, playing with some cool people. Well, man, I can pick uh, your brain anytime you want to come on the show. Yeah, it's... <laughs> You know, I'm trying at this point since I've been here and, you know, got my citizenship in 2016. Uh, I'm American. Yeah. You know, I might be French still, but... You, you know, don't have do, the do, dual do. status? Uh, I do. Do you? Okay, cool. I, I, they never asked to revoke it. Yeah. So... Well, some there's so Sometimes it's weird and you have to give one up. I think if you're German, I heard oh, recently... Oh, okay. Germany, if you... I don't want you to granted know. citizenship that I could um yeah I mean I wouldn't care if they took my French citizenship away I couldn't care less it's not like I go there go back anyway yeah. if I need a work visa I mean not a work visa but a visa to go see my parents yeah I never spend more than two three weeks at a time when I go right. right so my life is here and just trying to navigate the waters as far as um establishing yourself for for me with with my own music mm-hmm while playing for other people and navigating the water to see where everything goes. But it's always been good for me, you know? What does that mean for you? Are you you're trying to figure out your the kind of music that you want to play or just no. kind of where you fit in with the music scene here in the area? Or? Well, I still have to play for other people to make a living. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to go get a regular job to do my music. I'd rather play for an established artist, lend my services, sideman, yeah. you know especially with Jack Ingram because he's a good friend of mine, dear friend yeah. of mine. So feels like feels like a home. Yeah. So I do that and then I do my music. I couldn't right now just do my music full time. Right. And so Nothing it's wrong with that. balancing. No, not at all. Yeah. It's kind of inspiring anyway too because I see what he does and, you know, that helps me anyway. And, uh, but there's a lot of people doing music. Yeah. I read somewhere recently that during the pandemic, I think 16 million people picked up an instrument, really? guitar or bass. That's great. It's awesome. They're, they're not all going to become uh, performing musicians, but... No, and nothing is granted anyway. My story is great, but the story doesn't define... Well, can't define me, but it doesn't... I don't get a all-access pass to become big on my own. Right. Meaning that, you know, I'd, I have to be in line like everybody else. Yeah. And so how do you let people know what you do? Yeah. You, know, you got to tell the story. They got to discover you. And I've been thinking a lot about it recently because I've, it feels to me that the music almost becomes the soundtrack of who you are, like a personality. People are selling themselves more so than ever. Mm-hmm. Like their name, their story. You see a lot of artists, they, ha- they have to post, you know, hey, I'm here. And, yeah. You know, not just music. You're right. You, you got you to gotta get people excited about who you are as a person. And so I thought about it. I said, you know, my story is pretty cool. So if you tell the story, then people are going to have a different uh, understanding of the music rather yeah. than just somebody, hey, I got a new EP out. Well, there's 20 million songs a year that comes out on Spotify. Right. Right. You know, from like, you know, big names to no names. So I mean, what? What makes you different? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to uh, to be able to to combine the story, if you have one. Yeah. The story and then the music. Yeah. 
I picked up a uh, a flute during COVID. Doesn't really sell tickets. It, well, <laughs> maybe there's a crowd for it. <laughs> Could be. What's your favorite uh, Fort Worth venue to play at? Well, it has to be Magnolia Mother Lounge. Figured you're gonna say that. We've brought it up a couple times. Yeah, because my second show ever as the Blues Destroyers mm-hmm. was at Magnolia Mother Lounge. Yeah. So our our listeners that haven't been to Magnolia, it's uh, kind of in the West Seventh District, I guess you'd call yeah. it. Yeah, it's right across from uh, the street from. Um, Big nightclub, I forgot the name of it. Oh, <laughs> that's not varsity. Varsity it's across from varsity. It's across from varsity, which, by the way, is a really cool place that I'll never go back into because oh, it's yeah? no, too no. popular. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's catch it before 9 p.m. I think you're okay. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know. <laughs> if you're into that kind of stuff, it's great, but I, I don't yeah, know. If, if you come out of varsity and you enjoyed it, you might not like Magnolia. Yeah, but there's cool, a lot of cool places. I, I played at the place called The Post. Where's the post? It's on Brace Street. Mm. Uh, you have to point it out. This is your best downtown. Yeah. Top Golf. Mm-hmm. Then you go like A twenty. Is that? There's A twenty. It's just right, right there. It's like a little, little neighborhood. Okay. Well, I wonder if it's over there by Martin House Brew. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay, people are going to think I'm not from Fort Worth. No, they'll forgive you. We so, know way so. more than most people from Fort Worth. Yeah, well, the post is cool. Post is really cool. Then there's a place next door called Tributary Cafe. It's a really cool okay. uh, uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. You should have music there. It's great to go play acoustic. I got one Let's coming up over there. Um, What's your next show? Next show is Pouring Glory. Oh, okay. You mentioned that earlier. And this Friday. Love Pouring Glory. And that's, that's a great uh, place to play. That, that's on the, what do you call that? Like the <laughs> Montgomery area? Yes, I think so. Yeah. There's some breweries too. There's a lot of places I've yet to play, but I think there's a lot of places that have opened this year. Oh, just oh yeah. New places. That I, area places you're talking about right there with uh, uh, Pouring Glory. At Before all this kicked off, I want to say like 2019, there were 40 businesses right there in that little yeah. area that yeah, yeah, were yeah. scheduled to, to open. I don't know if they all made it or what, but there's a lot of cool shit down there. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit, so I don't Actually, know. We're talking about just doing a weekend where we just like find an Airbnb or something, just like hang out in that little neighborhood because it's awesome. You could just spend all weekend there for yeah, sure. Just, yeah, just do that. <laughs> so, no, there's this, this a lot of cool places. Yeah, Magnolia's been... It's been kind of the 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 hub for for a lot of musicians in Fort Worth, anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, always something. Especially going. a few years back. I mean, you will go to Magnolia. That's where you meet all the musicians mm-hmm. and and all that. I don't know right now since you know everything's kind of been back, but they have a full schedule. I mean, they oh yeah you know, shows every night. Can't think of one time I've been in there and somebody went on stage. Yeah, all the time. And we have some crazy nights every time we played. Uh, my friend Pete, it's been great. Yeah, and. Uh, and one night we did a show, so that was really cool. We did a played a Billy Bob's with with Ingram, the country the country singer Billy Bob's. Yeah, that guy, right? <laughs> so with Jack, we played uh, Billy Bob's, and he wanted to do an after show at Magnolia, and so they let people know word of mouth that Jack was going to come after the show and do a surprise set. Mm-hmm. And the place was packed. It was crazy. It was really cool. And then the second time, he actually brought a uh, uh, Bruce and Charlie Robinson. The brothers, Texas, yeah, country stuff, and uh, the three of them got up on the stage. And Pete and I, they were doing their own thing, but Pete and I were playing that night, so they came and crashed the party. And they told that Billy Bob's, "Hey, we're going to Magnolia Motor Lounge." Oh shit! <laughs> so, and, you know, Pete and I we always had a good little crowd there, but nothing crazy. And next right. thing you know, see all these cars come in. You're like, "What is going on?" And then Jack and Bruce and Charlie show up, and 
got up on stage and he became a brought everybody from the stockyards yeah and i'm, I'm like <laughs> the stage is fairly small i'm five six jack is six one six two but the robinson brothers are like six four six five yeah so they got up on stage and a couple of musicians got up on stage man i was on stage kind of in the corner of the stage i'm like well this is crazy <laughs> so um those are the fun nights yeah because you know a lot, lot of the nights that you do they might be kind of redundant just like well we had a good show great we'll go to the next town whatever but once in a while you'll have the one night mm -hmm. you know where one you're all, not gonna forget yeah you're yeah. like well, all the elements are here <laughs> and, you know there's a few venues that I played over the years that I'm you know like playing Red Rocks in Colorado mm -hmm. that was always a, that was a cool thing to do and great theater in LA it was I always remember that night like yeah. places that I've always heard of yeah I even played a place uh, called uh, CBGB's have you ever heard of that place in New York no it's like where all the punk uh, rock music from the 70s oh okay that was that place CBGB's yeah. the Ramones and all those bands that's where they used to go play and I'm trying to get more uh, musically educated educated hey I, that's all fun. my friends are musicians now <laughs> right <laughs> would you have yesterday you had a, a musician slash stand up oh uh, so Monday yesterday yesterday that was uh, that was a comedian yeah, yeah comedian, that was musician, uh, Ryan comedian. Perio yeah. and uh, it's a hard shift every Every Monday, there's a hard shift. You know, it started kind of last three weeks. It's been a, a Fort Worth-based rap artist who, uh, Shaq Mac, i got to have him back on the show. Guy's just uh, pure as gold. Just yeah. a great dude. So had that one, and then the very next week, it's the longest-serving mayor of Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah. At a, a newly renovated, uh, beautiful theater that they brought back from the grave. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I saw know, the photos. Yeah, that, I gotta listen to it. That's really cool. And then, uh, no. So, uh, what does she do now? She just retired? Uh, no, she's running for, uh, uh, don't screw this up, uh, county judge. Ah. Yeah. So, and I think early voting just started, but, um, you know, like, well, I that's told good. You I earlier, made friends with her if anything happens. I can, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You get in any kind of real trouble, you can. And that's his friend. She used to listen. <laughs> so, last night, about last night, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> If you could, yeah. Well, I'll tell you though, what the reason why Fort Worth is and always has been like a, an important piece for me. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the attitude and things, the vibe. Yeah, like it's welcoming. So even if I've gone to other places, like even when I lived in Nashville for eight years, I was in, down in Texas every weekend. Yeah, I'd fly in and get on the bus. Sometimes I've been in Texas for for two weeks at a time, mm -hmm. and it's always been the best place for me. Nothing better than another city. Right. It's not what I'm saying, but it works it, good for you. It works good for me. Yeah, same. And I can see why it's 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 a popular city. I can see why people are moving here. It's got to be true because everybody says it. Like this this place just has a different vibe to it. The people are more open. It's easier to talk to people, and it's got to be true because you just said it, and I've heard it a thousand times. Now I did joke about this before because and you know they were tr tr really trying to promote Fort Worth out there. I was like, don't promote it too much. Right, right, yeah. Don't do like Austin and Nashville. Say, hey, this is the coolest. <laughs> so inevitable, man. Um, place in town, and then everybody moves to that town, yeah. and the next thing you know, you know, especially for musicians, this is what happened in Nashville. This is what happened in Austin. Musician by nature, they don't really have money. Yeah. Or, or artistic people, they don't. That's not how they. Not something you get rich off. They of, want yeah. to be somewhere where it's cheap to live to live right. which is harder and harder these days to find right. but like a community where they can live for cheap and focus on making the arts yeah. 
and both Nashville and Austin Forget screw it. that up. Yeah. Well, and Fort Worth is you know fast tracking for that too. I mean, we we had a yeah we had a one bedroom apartment uh, almost right across the street from Magnolia. Yeah. It was um, oh, shit. I can't remember the name of the street now, but doesn't matter. It was in between kind of Magnolia and uh, yeah, Magnolia Motor Lounge and uh, Rodeo Goat. You know that burger place mm-hmm. and Fred's. Yeah. It's kind of right in between that. There's a sweet little spot, but um, when we moved in, rent was fifteen fifty a month for a one bedroom. Gee. When we moved out, it was on its way up to eighteen. Yeah. So, well, Fred's <laughs> Fred's is out. What? Yeah. What do you mean? And next year they're moving different location. What? Who lost their mind? Why would anybody do that? The owner apparently is you know oh older, is just selling the property because no. he's going to make millions of dollars. I get it. Shit. So oh. so they have December is going to be a lot of big shows. I'm playing one December solo show there. Um, yeah, that's awful. That's so so they're doing the last you know last couple of months of shows, and then they're going to move the location somewhere else, and then Magnolia is going to be the same story too. They're not renewing the lease on the plays. Okay. Well, what well, seven's out? So they're gonna go. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, you know, if you want to go see your show in Magnolia on a Saturday, a lot of yeah. people didn't want to go because yeah. they had to deal with Varsity across the street. They even to go to Fred's. The parking right. was crazy. So I think, I think both Fred's and Magnolia should find a, a neighborhood and be close by, so there may be other venues and cool bars can just kind of have their own new neighborhood. They can bring Lola's with them. And bring Lola's. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh, Lola's. Yeah. Shoot, I forgot about Lola's. No, you didn't. Sorry. You just remember. Yeah, Lola's is a great place, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I think they're going to build, uh, it's all going to be apartment complexes. Yeah. Or Freddy, Freddy's, Magnolia's. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it changed a lot just in the time that I was living down there. And, I mean, we were only there for not even a year. And watching these new restaurants show up and stuff. And they all kind of follow the same suit as Varsity. You know, yeah, it's yeah. meant to target young kids from TCU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so, we got to educate those kids fun. to good music, you know. And True. instead of that loud thing. and Yeah. <laughs> I sound like an old man. <laughs> well, you're right. It, you kids yeah. with your music. <laughs> it's, it, it, it was a good uh, pass off. Because you, you can get all these kids looking for uh, a loud party, uh, you know, the Varsity vibe. And, and then the, there's Magnolia. Check out something else. That's right. That's <laughs> That's funny, so dude, I appreciate this so much. Uh, will you please come back on the show? Yeah, man. And, and you, we'll, you're welcome uh, to bring your friends too. Bring the wife next time if you want. Whatever. Yes. This is completely open to you. Um, uh, it, we're neighbors. If you want to go catch a comedy show sometime, um, always open for that. Make sure to uh, to let me know if you go. Yeah, I'm gonna get all your up, information. I would love to go see a comedy show. That's pretty yeah. cool. So, and then for people listening, well, the album new album is me and my guitar. And uh, it's available on Spotify. And check the show notes. I'll have your link tree in there so yes. people can go through there and pick all that good stuff out. Also, and I always offer this to any of my musicians, if you have a track you want me to include at the end of this episode, I'll put it in there. Okay. So, up to you. Some people, you know, that's their baby, that's their art. They don't want to do that. But I'll send if, you something. if you wanted to, we could put yeah. that in there. You want something, you want something up, a beat? <laughs> it's whatever you want to showcase, man. Okay, perfect. So, and before we get out of here, I got to say thanks for the hat. He brought yeah. me all sorts of cool swag. If you're watching the YouTube video, I've got the, the hat on. I put it on immediately. Gave me a, a CD and a shirt. I mean, I, I got hooked up, y'all. Got hooked up. <laughs> that's how we do it. Uh, Frenchie man French thank you so much yeah for sure <laughs> in Texas I, I offered him a bottle of water when he came out he already had one I brought my own water <laughs> maybe it's not water who knows you'll never know maybe it's vodka could no, be I'm just kidding <laughs> alright man right. Frenchie until right, next time you. yep sounds good alright <laughs>
I used the wrong outro music for this recording. It's very embarrassing, and I hope you'll forgive me. Great episode. Frenchie is just a really chill, really nice dude, and I, I, I've been watching him more and more since he's been on the show, and it's obvious. He's, he's trying to branch out and do his own thing and take Frenchie's Blues Destroyers to the next level. Don't forget to check out the show notes. I've got all the links in there, and uh, you can click on it and go see his link tree and things like that, but uh, great music. It's, uh, it's something probably that you're not used to hearing but it's close enough to what you have heard that it's going to feel familiar. I'm doing a bad job of explaining this to you. That's why you just need to go check it out. Uh, Frenchie, Kevin, thank you for coming on the show. Cannot wait to see you again, and we will have to find a a good comedy set to take you to, uh, probably over there at Hyenas here in Fort Worth. Uh, Thank you all for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. Peace.